Welcome in to Three the Hardaway, aka the Three Man Jalen Weave, aka the best big three since LeBron, D Wade, and Boss. The last top 10 list for the positional uh, groups, top 10 centers this week. If you don't know who I am, I am the walking bucket, instant office, savage. Up here, we got my guy, the coach on the sidelines, taking them to school on and off the court. And when I say it's really shitty, it's really shitty, shitty. What up? Hey, what's happening, man? I'm still upset with insurance, but we'll I'll digress for now and keep it pushing. <laughs> also, here we got your favorite DJ's favorite DJ, the sample man himself, Mr. Ted Shakira, too. What up? I am. What up, brother? What's going on, y'all? What's going on? Shout out to my Panthers getting that first dub. Happy you know Man Day. <laughs> I just have to throw that in. Just have to throw that in. Got a Panthers win, a free meal. He he, he living life right now. Living life, bro. <laughs> living life. So we had a lot going on. This past week in the NBA, uh, we had Boyan Bogdanovich got traded to the Pistons. Obviously a good move for Detroit. But the thing that damn near broke the internet was Ime Udoka's infidelity. I don't know what was going on with him. <coughs> but he kind of just broke Twitter uh, at 10 o'clock at night, like two days ago. Everybody was just about to go to bed, and they just, just came out with that news. Threw everybody off. And of course, we don't know all the details. We got a little bit here and there. But uh, we won't speak on it too much on this podcast, if at all, because I don't, I don't really know what's going on with it. But if you, if you haven't already, go listen to LBR's most recent episode where these guys up here above my head, they um, and, uh, and the other guys in LBR did a good job of just kind of discussing what the implications were. Somewhat speculation, I would say. But I mean, I, I feel like we don't even know the whole story right now. Uh, but still, something's going to continue to come out over time. But again, we're not talking about it much here. Go over to LBR and listen to it um, over there. I don't know if y'all had any comments about that. Y'all want to contribute real quick right now? Yeah, or? at this point, like, please go listen to uh, Let's Be Real podcast on all streaming platforms. But at mm-hmm. this point, it's just a publicity outcry gone wrong. You know, uh, uh, yeah. uh, try to stop this before it got because the Boston Celtics knew about this in July. Yeah. So they're just trying to save face at this point. So it's just yeah. everything gone wrong at this point. So we're still waiting for details. Savage, shout out to you for that saying just step back. But yeah, make sure y'all go check out that episode. For sure. You know it. You know it. <clears throat> yeah. Boston did a terrible job with just chaos control. It was just like, y'all, <laughs> get out ahead of this before the streets get to it, you know, because at some point TMZ going to be like, hey, we know exactly what happened. We paid somebody to give us information, you know, all this, that, and the third. But we ain't here to speculate. We ain't here to gossip. We're here to get to the business of basketball. And first up, before we get into the top 10, uh, ESPN came out with their own NBA rank of the NBA players, top 100 players. Um, I told the guys this week, go through it and look and see what you thought about it. Me personally, I don't really care beyond the top 25 because that, that's what mattered the most to me. And we had a couple of things that I'm sure will bother, bother one of our co-hosts on this show. But we're going to get into that just yet. I'm going to read the top 25 from 1 to 25. So, number one, ladies and gentlemen, was Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis is considered the best player in the... <laughs> He's the best player in the NBA based on ESPN standards. So, we got Giannis... <coughs> excuse me. Giannis, Joker, Luka, MB, Steph, LeBron, Tatum, KD at number eight. John Moret at nine, Devin Booker, James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, Carl Anthony Towns, Dame Lillard, Paul George, Trey Young, Jimmy Butler, Rudy Gobert, Bradley Beal, AD, CP3, Jalen Brown, Bam, Spider Mitchell, and Anthony Edwards. So 
from this top 25, what are y'all's thoughts? Two, I'll let you go ahead, man. Go ahead and get your, get your, get your shine on. So we, we're called college graduates, right? And we're familiar with teachers and mostly how their ways are. My point is, y'all know when you have that professor that before everybody leaves class, hey, make sure y'all read 20, chapter six, chapter seven is gonna be on a quiz knowing damn well you're not gonna have a quiz the next time you're on the class. So it's pretty much like a waste of time. Essentially what I'm saying is anytime ES releases anything is a waste of time. You, you gave us a homework teacher and I apologize. I didn't do the homework because I know we're not finna go over this damn test. I know we're not taking the test today. I know you full of shit. So whatever, it is what it is. Don't Look, I understand, you know, we had a debate last week about Kevin Durant, Giannis cool. You know, one, two, y'all made some very good points and I agree with it for the most part. But outside the Outside the top five, y'all got Kevin Durant. Y'all got Kevin Durant and LeBron James out the top five. They said you got, you they got, said Tatum was better than Kevin Durant. I was like, wait a minute, hold on. Now. You got Tatum <laughs> outside. Like you got my thing is, bro. I can't. I can't. And it's hard for me to know that Giannis is as great as he is because I don't want to take nothing. He's the most dominant player in our game. I don't want to take nothing away from him but he's still learning the game of basketball, which is scary. But I can't say that the best player in the game right now is still learning basketball. I can't. If you, if you, if you put Giannis in KD's body, how many points Giannis averaging? If you put KD in Giannis' body, oh, he's the best player probably to ever play the game hands down. So I, I just can't do it. And I, like I said, respect Giannis to the fullest, but I can't give him the best title. I can't give him the number one player in the game with me. I, I, that's just something I can't do right now as a basketball fan. Um, a few standpoints um, that I completely—I forgot about one of these standpoints until Savage. Thank you so much for going through that order. I want to publicly say that I want to slap the crap out of the Minnesota Timberwolves for giving such a high value to Rudy Gobert to the point where he is a top 20 player, uh, according to ESPN, I believe, what, 16 or 17? 18. 18? Yep. By God, no. I don't remember the Jazz running any offensive sets that went through Rudy Gobert. I do not remember Rudy Gobert being on the, the floor at the end of the game in the fourth quarter situation. Like, I remember every other player before him and many of the players after him. That's one. My other thing I have to say about this is I'm going to talk about the top five. Um, I'm not going to discuss Kevin Durant. Tuka's done a great job with saying why he is or is not the king of his actual position or player in the league. What I am going to say is of those top five players, look at who they are. You have at one, Giannis. Two was Luka, I believe. Three was, help me out, Sam. It was, it was, it was Giannis, Joker, Luka, and B, Steph. Of those players, international versus domestic. Mm. Four out of five are international. International versus domestic. And it's, it's Steph Curry, who was number five, is the only player on that list that's not considered an international player. To me, it goes to, go, goes to the work ethic of international players. Giannis, Bill, when he first came in the league to now, to your point too, he is forever growing. He's still ascending, right? 
Yeah, even Joker, um, Joker was fat when he got in the league. Now he slimmed down. He slimmed down, <laughs> right? He it's the work ethic that these international players are legitimately putting in. Um, Joel Embiid, even though um, he does, he's been second in MVP rate voting, I think, the last two years, right? But he's hungry. He was not shooting threes like that at Kansas, right? He's developed more of an offensive set for himself. Um, and so, like, these players, Luca, Luca's been balling since he was 15, probably played against Kobe. Um, he's played against other international players at a very high level. And I believe the difference between international and domestic is because international players don't have that feeling to me of I've made it, I've achieved, I'm done. Where sometimes we as Americans feel like, oh yeah, I made it to the NBA, I'm good. Like I don't need to really work on anything else or maybe I need to pattern my game after someone else. None of those players really pattern themselves out of anyone. Giannis is not powered, does not look, play his game after someone else. It's Giannis's game. You know Giannis is gonna come down the floor at the three-point line, give you a one euro step to the free throw, another euro step into the paint, and he's going dumb. Joker can play back to the rim, however he wants to play, can even lead the league in assists if he probably wanted to, to be honest. Joel Embiid um, as well. And so, like, wait, who am I missing? One, two, three. Yeah, Giannis, Joker, Luca, Embiid, Steph. Steph, Steph, Steph is the fifth one. Steph is five. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and, but in Seth Curry's work ethic is, is phenomenal. Let, let me not discredit him because that man went from his shooting now that he doesn't count any shot that goes in unless it hits all net during practice. So for y'all that want to be younger players that are trying to aspire to be Steph Curry, until you're doing that in practice, don't worry about the rest, my guy. So to me, I think that it's showing that the league is definitely trending towards international players being more dominant, so to speak. I'm not even at their position, but overall, talent-wise. And, I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, LeBron is still LeBron. Kawhi is still Kawhi and, and others. But, I mean, these international players are here. And they're sometimes, if not more times, and not more hungrier than others. Luka just came from dragging, dragging his team to the Western Conference Finals and naming his second-best player. You can't. Unless you're going to say Jalen Brunson. I think Shitty froze on this, but. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the top five is comprised of, you know, four out of five guys being international players. Uh, we'll actually pause right here whenever we can get Shitty back because it's looking kind of weird right now. Yay! <laughs> All right, so honorable mention for me um, goes to a player that um, may not have the stats as Wendell Carter um, will have, or many of these other players that I have above this player for honorable mention. I have two players for honorable mention. Um, but this is a player that you want on your team, um, and I don't believe has missed the playoffs in, I don't know, 16 seasons, so to speak, and that's Al Horford. Um, Al Horford played some exceptional defense when needed to be timely rebounds, timely assists. Again, he's the lowest point total, everything that I'm going to give you today um, about it um, in regards to the other centers, but an influential piece that I believe helped transcend um, the Celtics. Now, to me, I don't really think he's really a center. It's more like a power forward, so to speak. Uh, but you can thank ESPN for putting him as center. Um, another center that I have, 
people may be on y'all's top 10 list. Um, but it's going to be an honorable mention for me, and I'll explain later on why, um, is going to be the fro himself, Jared Allen. Um, Jared Allen last season uh, was, what, 16-11, um, which are as phenomenal stats. Um, and after he getting traded, he saw a boost of five points per game when he came from the Nets to the Cavs. Um, I just believe there might be more of an ascension coming very soon uh, of another player. Um, however, Jared Allen, to me, the Cavs were Jared Allen play away from making the playoffs this last season. Um, however, didn't happen uh, due to injury. But I look forward to him dominating. Um, still, maybe not giving you 16 a game. Uh, maybe cut that down a little bit more. Uh, and maybe even his rebounds at this overall play. But give me Jared Allen and Al for my honorable mentions. So for my honorable mention, uh, I think it's about to start getting a little heated, you know. But um, for me, it's when I think of a center, and this kind of this went into me ranking my the traditional center, even as old as the NBA is, is to score inside the paint traditionally offensively, but no matter what, defensively. Hold the paint down. Don't allow easy buckets. Get some blocks. You know what I'm saying? Foul or two, whatever. Protect this paint defensively. That's my mindset for forever for a center. So that kind of went into me grading, you know, my top 10. So for honorable, honorable mention, I had to start off, please don't hate me, but I'm going with the Hoochie Man. He's one of the, even though he give you a block a game, uh, it kind of number out as well when I think about the my top 10 centers um, who are better offensively, um, better defensively, but this ain't no disrespect to Vooch. I definitely wanted to shout him out. 17 and 11, you know, in a block a game ain't no slouch. But, you know, for forever, team success will count into my team rankings as well. And don't have the Bulls in the playoffs as well. So he fell out of mind. But I just wanted to stay on this podcast. We're talking about centers. I know this maybe two, three years down the line. But James Wiseman, you know, <laughs> if we're talking about a center, James Wiseman has been my, one of my favorite centers since he was, you know, here in Memphis. Might be this year. Cause somebody, he, he's playing with five on five right now in training camp. So James Wiseman will be ready for regular season. And it's time for him to step up. It's time for him to finally start playing and show the talent that he has. Because there are a lot of people, a lot of quote-unquote analysts, a lot of fans who really don't know the James Wiseman that I don't. That, that know the, the, the James Wiseman, we all know that they can do anything on the court offensively. They can do anything on the court defensively. Once he puts it together, I believe he's going to be easily a top five center in his NBA uh, probably three years from now. But, but I just want to stay on this podcast and make sure we recognize the young homie from Tennessee, James Wiseman, who's also a fellow Golden State Warrior. So, I mean... That works too. He'd be getting a ring. Of course. So, you know, that helps too. You you, you probably should have mentioned Kevon Looney as an armor mention because uh, the way that he got them rebounds in the playoffs was pretty damn good. But I it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> I Shout don't have I don't have Bucci Man anywhere near my list. Um I just I just don't. I, I I'm good on that. Um so I'll get into my 10 through six actually. So Number 10, uh, if you follow me for any amount of time, you know how I feel about number 10, DeAndre Ayton. Um, he, I, I just don't Hello. feel it with DeAndre Ayton. You said what too? Yeah, low. Yeah, uh, yeah. And here, so here's why. Um, I feel like for Phoenix, he's just your average big man. And I don't know why they paid him a max contract because I feel like you can get his, his production from anybody else. And I've said that before in the past. 
when JaVale McGee need to play uh, for Phoenix, they st- the, 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 the team still played well. They had, like, the best record in the NBA. Um, the big stat that, for me, that stood out the most with Aiden, he only had 0.7 blocks per game. That is that is that what that means is that he didn't he had a game where he did not get blocks several times, and you seven feet tall man like you can get a block standing under the rim with your hands up in the air, you know what I'm saying? Um, I just don't he's he's okay like he's not like special in my opinion not enough to get a max contract. Um, another thing to that for me, uh, game seven against the Mavericks when the Suns beat their ass I mean the the Mavericks beat their ass. He played a grand total of 17 minutes. For as much as we talk about Rudy Gobert and him getting played off the court, DeAndre Aiden got played off the court in game seven at home with a superior team, in my opinion. Lucas just went crazy. <coughs> he had five points, two for five from the field, four rebounds, zero blocks, minus 17. He's Rudy Gobert without the defense. Like, literally, without the defense. He can't play defense. So, I got Aiden at 10. I know people are going to get on me for that, but Aiden's at 10, uh, number nine. <coughs> Excuse me. You got Aiden talk, man. It's killing me. Uh, number nine, I got Jared Allen. Um, he's he's as good as he's going to get. He's like JaVale McGee. He will keep a job in the NBA, I feel like, because he can rebound, he can block shots, he can catch lobs. That's as easy as that. Uh, like like Sheedy mentioned, there's a better player in Cleveland that's on the rise right now who may or may not be a center, but he's seven feet tall, uh, the other guy. Uh, but I got Jared Allen at number nine. Number eight, this is where I get Miles Turner. He's one of the best shot blockers in the game. Uh, he can shoot. He can score. Um, they talked about trading him. If I'm him, I would stick around with Tyrese Halliburton um, and just with that team overall. It's a young team, but he might say, hey, I want to go to a, a competitor, uh, which I'm okay with. But I think that he should stick around and continue to be one of the integral pieces for the Pacers. Uh, number seven is where I have Evan Mobley. I don't think his stats will improve dramatically this year with them getting spider, but I think the eye test will be even greater. It, w- it was good last year, but I think it'll be better uh, more so this year. He was a rookie that received all defensive team votes. That's all I need to know about Evan Mobley. The offense will come, but he plays defense. And then number six, I have Christian Wood, 18 points, 10 rebounds, um, shooting 40% from three. And I don't know if y'all know Christian Woods' teammate, Luka Doncic, but that man will find you in the corner and on the wing. Uh, Christian Wood rebounds, gets gets blocks. I think the rebounds will go down this year because Luka gets rebounds, but I think that overall the efficiency will be great. And Christian Wood is a dog. Luka is a dog. And if you listen to this podcast from episode one, I had the Mavericks as a, as a sneaky final team. So give me Christian Wood at six. So again, to recap, Aiden at 10, Allen at nine, Turner at eight. Mobley at seven, Christian Wood at six. Ooh, um, I think this may become our most diverse list that we've had because I, I don't, I don't believe that we're going to have like typically we have like the same players within our top. Well, well, after the two three, right? Typically the same players in the last seven. Um, just switching whatever order we perceive them to be. However. Uh, this one, a lot different. Um, and so I'll start with number 10. Um, and to me, it's Evan Mobley. Um, Jared Allen's honorable mention, Evan Mobley, I believe, is ready for the ascension. Um, I believe, no, 15, 8, and 3, uh, nothing to sneeze at. 
Um, I think with, with getting spotted is going to help. I think they're going to go more of a small ball line. I, to your point, Savage, you know, Jared Allen is always going to have a job. Um, but I believe Evan Mobley is going to learn to play defense just a slight tight, a uh, little bit better as, as well. And I just believe that he's, he's going to see more time on the court. Um, yes, I get it. There's only one ball. But, I mean, if he is your big on the floor and they go to a very small ball lineup, so to speak, um, he's going to find a way to score. He's been finding ways to score since I've been watching him in college, and I don't see that really being a thing. So give me Evan Mobley at 10. At 9, oh, golly, um, yeah, here we go. Rudy Garbert at 9. Um, I cannot not I cannot discredit 16-1 um, at all. Um, those were his stats from last season. I can discredit five picks for him, yes. Um, but again, 16, five, and one, I can't go against that. Of course, I believe his rebounds will go down. I mean, I think his even point total will go down um, this upcoming season. I think a few things will go down. However, he is still a three-time defensive player of the year, last time I checked. Um, he is still a rim protector. And he will show his value at nine at some point or, or fashion with these Minnesota Timberwolves who have stunk up the league with those five draft picks for him. Number eight, again, if I believe this team to go to the playoffs, then I got to believe in who they got at center, and that's Jonas Valchunas um, at eight. He was 18, 11, and three last season, um, and that may go up with Zion. I think Zion plays good with another big with him. Um, Jonas is not going to spray the floor, so to speak, but I believe that he is an integral part for the Pelicans. His value was there. He did a great job when he was with the Grizzlies. Um, he's all, again, you're talking about someone that will find a job. I don't think Valachunas will never be without a job until he says he's done. Um, and so to me, even number eight, especially with his veteran presence and leadership, um, and just help CJ McCollum sign a great deal, by the way. Um, for an extension for New Orleans. Um, number seven, I have um, here a uh, player that's already been mentioned, uh, Nikola Vucevic. Um, I agree. Defensively, he's not going to be much to sneeze at, um, but they're also waiting for, uh, golly, whatever the power forward is to really come back and play some defense for them. Pat Williams, thank you. Um, I almost said Pat McCaffrey, but Pat Williams um, to come back and play some better defense. I think that helps space the floor in terms of Vucci. Vucci dominated. You talked about the magic earlier. The magic did not exist without Vucci. Um, and so footwork, his presence, again, 18, 11, and three. Um, but the bad part is his production did go down once he got traded from the magic to Chicago, which is, could be seen, right? You're the number one option in Orlando. You come to Chicago, you're like the two, three option. Um, but you know, if you want these Bulls in the playoffs, uh, Savage, you're going to have to get some from Vucci. Um, so he may be high, yes. Um, I'm not, but I got him at seven for now. And number six, I actually agree right there. Christian Wood, um, with a Rockets team that was struggling to still find an identity for themselves, was still giving you 18, 10, and two with the Rockets. Um, you also mentioned how, as he got traded to the Mavericks, what that did for other players. Um, if we forget that KP averaged 20 and nine with the Mavs, uh, with Luka, and I believe Christian Wood can do and be better than that. 
um, 29 stat that KP was giving you. He'd probably give you about 22, 23 at least. And I think he can still hold down the rebounding spot because he is physically and looking more aggressive to get rebounds and play defense as opposed to a KP, um, especially in this system of the Mavericks. So again, number 10, Evan Mobley. Number nine, Rudy Trobert. Um, I got Valachunas at eight, Nicola at seven, and Christian Wood at six. Should you say that we may have a you know diverse list when I was kind of look a little kind of the same? Um, so I think for one, uh, first and foremost, uh, your point about Vooch is spot on, but his efficiency relies on pick and roll offense, meaning that he was the best center in pick and rolls, right? He need Lonzo but, with him. He, he gotta have Lonzo. Lonzo, Lonzo. That, that's my that's my point. If you don't have Lonzo on the court, that means your, your numbers gonna drop. So I, I I get what you're saying on that. But uh, number ten, Evan Mobley, like you said, for everything, it was really between him uh, and it's Jared Allen for me. Um, they both kind of, you know, they kind of balance each other out in a way because Evan's a little bit more better offensively, but Jared's a little bit more better defensively. But if uh, if Evan can get a little bit better defensively. I mean, he he got his game is there. You know what I'm saying? The second year Evan Mobley, I love to see what he was gonna do. Um, so he'll be in my top ten. Um, number nine, everything you said about Gobert. Um, he's the best, literally the best in the NBA. What he does as far as defending, blocking shots, rebounding, uh, doing whatever. Of course, you can't run the offense to him, but with a team that got Ant Man, D'Angelo Russell, and Cat, you don't need to score. Just hold down the paint and let us do everything else. And he's going to do that. And the Timberwolves is going to be a top four team, like I've been saying, blah, blah, blah. Um, number eight, uh, just because I love what he does offensively, he's missed the consistency in my eyes. Been calling him there for three, four years now. And as you know, it's Valachunas uh, for the Pelicans, of course, got them in the playoffs as well. But just what he's able to do in the paint, outside the paint, you know, the Grizz were lacking uh, a couple of years ago. We can easily say, all right, Jonas, go get us a buck. And he literally go do that. And so I still got big respect. Um, misconsistency, uh, Jonas Valanciunas, number eight, number seven. This one we kind of defer. Uh, so number seven, I got Porzingis. Uh, Porzingis could be higher, but it's all it's injuries. When are we gonna see a healthy Porzingis? Are we ever gonna see a healthy Porzingis? But if he says healthy, that's twenty to twenty a night offensively, twelve plus points a game. He gonna get you a, a, a good block or two. Like he's the unicorn. Like he's given that name for a reason. So the thing is, is just his health. He's in a better situation with the um, with with the Wizards, and he got the potential to, you know, continue to average. Like I said, 20, 22 a game, twelve boys, and you know, continue to do the, the, the hold the paint down. Uh, la, 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 number six, um, and number six could be higher, but for everything you said, Savage, um, Aiton, um, he can easily be higher next year. He can easily be lower this year but he just got paid. That's what ain't been lower. So it's time for him to produce. You know what I'm saying? Jay Crowder is not going to be there. So you're going to be losing a little attitude in that locker room. This is what the, the sons are paying you for it, buddy. This is time for you. It's time for you to step up. It's time for you to, for, it's time for Savage to stop saying you're not a top five talent because you could be. A few years ago, you were the number one pick. It's time to shut people like him up. But if you're not going to do it, then you won't be in my top five, you know, next year either. But you'll be in my top, you know, bottom five this year. You know what I'm saying? And that'll be it. So that's my bottom five. Again, uh, number 10, Evan Mobley. Uh, nine, Gobert. Eight, Valanciunas. Seven, Porzingis. And six, eight.
Hey, I if so, I got two com- two comments. One with Porzingis, man. Porzingis' numbers are like, yes, please give me give me those numbers. But like the biggest numbers were like he played seventeen games last year. But I also think Washington was like, hey, everybody just shut down. We just gonna not play. Uh, and then the year before that in Dallas, he played thirty four games, which again not enough. The year before that again, forty three games, again not enough. But I I want to put KP on my top 10. It's just that he don't play enough games. It's kind of like Lonzo. I want Lonzo on my top 10, but he don't play enough games. Uh, but I think if KP just plays basketball this year, he can be easily a top 10. He can be top I just six. Feel optimistic. I feel, I don't, for some reason, I just feel optimistic about the Wizards in general. I do too. I, 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 I do too. I feel so like it's, it's, it's time. 60 games. You give us 60. Give us 60 games and we good. Yeah. You know, some 55, like, we, we good. Mm-hmm. And my second comment uh, was, was about um, Aiden slash Jared Allen. I am willing to bet the Suns would easily take Jared Allen right now with Chris Paul. Right now. <laughs> we'll take him, Yesterday. We'll take him, <laughs> we'll take him right now. Yeah. <laughs> the lives that, that that freaking Chris Paul would give and then the 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 uh, pick and roll with Devin Booker. Oh, yeah, easily. Easily. Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's all I had to say about that. Uh, so let's get into the top five. Um, so I'll start us off. Rudy Gobert at five. It pained me to put him there <clears throat> because, like, I don't feel like he's good enough uh, to be top five, uh, especially in the playoffs because the playoffs come and he is not on the court. And I'm just like, where are you? But I, I can't knock a three-time DPOI. Uh, he, he's a regular season winner. Like, he's going to win you games in the regular season when it's a one-game matchup. That's what he does. Uh, can he stay on the court? My biggest, I won't say a problem, but my concern with Minnesota is how does it look for, for five, six, seven games in a row against the same team where we can exploit the matchup because we know that Gobert can't defend on the perimeter and Cat can't defend at all. So it's like, what does it look like on the court? If Gobert's not playing, Cat's on the court by himself, and we saw what happened last year against John Morant. John Morant scored 40, 50 points at ease. Uh, and if Gobert is on the court, I'm going to pick and pop you with, with, with uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. or whoever else has a shooter in uh, Luka, whoever, Christian Wood, whatever. So I got him at five for now, but he might, you know, move down at some point. Uh, so Gobert is at five. Just, uh, I'm sorry, just, just imagine, of course, Gobert being out on the perimeter, but then having to face Cat as soon as you get bound. That's scary. For who? <laughs> anybody that's playing basketball offensively, I, I think you might rather be. I'd rather be scared of if Gobert at the Cat, if, yes, Cat meet me at the three point line. I shake I him, and then I got me. Then I mean, I mean, that yeah. that that's that scary. They both tall as big as hell. I mean, they ain't stop John Morant. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. and, I, and I don't remember Carl and the Towns winning winning any defensive anything. Yeah, so. no. Mm-mm. All I remember is three point shootout. That's all I remember from Cat. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, He's probably about to be your number four. Go ahead. He might. <laughs> so uh, Gobert, no, nah, actually not. My number four is Bam out of bio. Only because I had Bam at three at first, but then I was like, I gotta see. I have to see Bam be aggressive. The fact that Bam had, I believe, a career high in points per game, like 18, 19 points per game, and he wasn't even aggressive is like, <laughs> bro, if you aggressive, you can put up twenty four. If you want to, I saw a dip. I think in rebounds and assists. I think the offense. Maybe she. You can. You can vouch for this. I don't know. I think the offense works best when it goes through Bam. Whether that's him getting it at the at the high post or at the at the top three point line. 
and making decisions, going to the basket, whatever it needs to be done. I, I, I got to see it this year. I need to see it from – he can do it. He literally can do it, but he just – last year was kind of weird for me. With, with, with the Miami Heat in general was weird. <coughs> so, bam, that four. Number three, I had Cat. Um, Cat's points, I mean, he, he can score with the best of them. And I feel like that's going to matter a lot more uh, with Rudy Gobert. I think Cat might be – Cat could mess around and get to one or two, depending on how the year goes. I don't say one. I say two. He can get to two, depending on how the year goes. But I got to see it first. I got to see if I give him that give him that acknowledgement. Uh, best shooting big man in the game, bar none. We're going to see the offense be different this year. It's going to be fascinating, definitely, because I don't know what they're going to do on offense. It's tall as hell on the court. Uh, number two, I mean, Joel Embiid, 30-12-4, and MVP candidate. Um, no excuses this year, Embiid. Ben Simmons ain't there. I don't want to hear nothing about Ben Simmons no more. Ben came out and talked on the podcast with J.J. Reddick. Uh, didn't, didn't slander him. It's, it's squashed. Now you got James Harden, fully healthy offseason. And B, like, hey, man, like, you do all this talking. I haven't seen Eastern Conference Finals. You know, I ain't seen the NBA Finals. You know, I'm like, hey, hello. <laughs> so, uh, B's at two, number one, Joker. I ain't, I ain't got nothing to say. It's, it's Nikola Jokic, best big man in the game. I think. He has a legitimate chance to be a three-peat MVP. And I say that because they were six last year in terms of, like, ranking, and he won. If the whole team comes back and they win more games, you have to give it to him. <laughs> like, literally, he was – he his plus-minus last year, he led all centers in plus-minus. Plus 442 on the court. In the league, he was, he was eighth in the league. And again, the Nuggets had the sixth seed <laughs> in the West. He was he was eighth in the NBA in plus minus. The seven players ahead of him, y'all, were three members of the Phoenix Suns, three members of the Boston Celtics, and Wardell Steph Curry. That lets you know Nikola Jokic is the best center in the NBA, and I don't want to hear nothing else about Joel Embiid over, over Nikola Jokic. The floor is yours, gentlemen. But I, I, I'll get my top five again. Gobert, Adebayo, Cat, Embiid. Joker. Yep, 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 yep. So, um, it's interesting because I know there's going to be a decent dialogue after all of us go through our top five. Don't do it, Shady. Do not do it. Do not do it, Shady. Do not do it. I'm the tiebreaker this time. This is what it sounded like. It's going to be a very decent. Dialogue, and I look forward to. It. I hope I got enough phone battery and I got enough uh, light. But anyways, number five, number five. I actually have the unicorn at number five uh, with the Wizards. I think you're you're talking about Bradley Bill's going to be Bradley Bill was on our list. I, we I had Kyle Kuzma. I think we all kind of kind of formally agreed that Kyle Kuzma can be like an honorable mention, depending upon his ascension, so to speak, as well. KP, 22-9-3. Savage, you mentioned, you know, 17 games last year. Again, I think, to your point, the Wizards was like, hey, listen, we're not going to the playoffs, we're not going to the play-in. Everybody just chill. Bradley Beal ain't coming back. Ain't nobody saving us. And even the season before that, even before he was traded, I think they were also just shutting him down to prevent injury um, as well because, again, his value goes down if he's injured. That is one of his biggest, I don't want to say perks, but one of his biggest um, – bad things about him and, and most of these other players on this list is injuries and injury prone. Um, but when the unicorn wants to play, he got a, he's getting a full beard in no, no patches or nothing like that. 
And so maybe he's going to play better. I'm looking for him to play better. I'm looking for the Wizards to be in the playoffs. And so I have him at five. Again, 22-9-3 is nothing to sneeze at. Um, and I believe he will at least, if not keep those numbers, those numbers did very slightly. But I think he's still going to give you at least 20 a game. And he is a viable part of the offense that you can you know, possibly run it through. Uh, number four, I got Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, you've already mentioned his stats. Maybe, maybe not. But 25-10-4 last season. Again, those can be dipping down in regards to rebounds for sure. Um, he's the best shooting big man because he won a three-point contest, I guess, um, as analysts would say. But, you know, Carl Anthony Towns has always had it offensively. Um, I think also there's a lot of mental things going on with him that maybe last season helped him get past. Like, he was dealing a lot with COVID and the things that dealt with COVID in terms of deaths and his family and stuff like that. And I feel like he may or may not left that on the floor after last season. Uh, because I believe also the Timberwolves kind of gave up on themselves with the uh, hiring of their, well, not hiring coach, but who their coach is. Um, I don't think Carl Anthony Towns will get any better um, than where he's at unless he improves on defense. His offense is there. He can score at many different places, um, clearly on the three-point line and on in, but he's going to have to increase a little bit more defensively. Again, if I'm, a, if I'm looking at this team, I'm more scared to go against Rudy Gobert than I well, – Rudy, what I want to call him, Trober, uh, as opposed to uh, Carlton Towns. Give me Carlton Towns in the paint all day, and I, I would rather do that. But again, offensively, you can run your whole offense um, through a Carlton Towns. And speaking of running through your offense, uh, number three, I have, I have Bam. Um, I have Bam there, and I hear you. Numbers went down as well, but he also suffered um, an injury within his you know, shooting hand, a shooting arm, so to speak. Um, I don't think Again, back to mentally, I don't think mentally he was there uh, um, taking and be aggressive. I agree. When he gets that ball right there, right about a step or two inside the three-point line and runs either a pick and roll or find someone that's open, that is where we are better at. Um, and even as pick and roll times with Kyle Lowry, who also missed a significant amount of time last season, that's when he really shined as well. Um, and he kind of became more of a shell of himself when we needed him. Um, we need to see him more consistent, but I think he's hungry. Um, the way he plays defense, the way he can, you know, the way he can score is awesome, but he doesn't want to score is the issue. Um, and so if he can find that, will be tremendous and awesome. So I guess it's down to the top two, right? Um, do you put 30 and 12 above 27 and 14, or do you put that below? Because Joel just won the scoring title, ladies and gentlemen. Let us not forget the first big man to win the scoring title since Shaquille O'Neal, the first big man to average over 30 points a game since Moses Malone in the 80s. And ladies and gentlemen, he will still remain at number two, Joel Embiid, um, until he can play a season more than 65 games. I got to keep him there. Um, so it's about injuries for me. He has a lot to prove, and I hope that because he does not have, not want to prove so much to everyone, he doesn't hurt himself again um but again i went through again past six seasons only one season has he played more than 65 games as opposed to the current reigning defending two-time possibly looking for that three-peat like larry bird rock listener um <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, i was uh, building it up there um joker 27 and 14 excuse me sir when you talked about a center it's not what we want to score and get rebounds 
Um, of his seven seasons, he's never played less than 72 games. So he's missed no more than 10 games per season. Um, and I think also he had the most double teams when he's in the post, but still giving you 27, 14. And I don't know how many assists, but he could at any point, eight assists. My God, he almost averaged a triple double and he's what seven, one. Um, and slimming down. So I gave him six eleven. Actually, he's short. Six eleven. <laughs> wow. Um, so again, that the Joker proves his worth not only to his team but to the entire country for them giving him MVP twice, back to back seasons. And I agree with Savage. If this team becomes, oh, I don't know, a second or third seed in the West, um, or even just a second or third seed overall like in the whole rankings of everyone, you'd look at this player, Joker, as the next person to three-peat um, in regards to that. So again, KP at five, Cat at four, Bam at three, Joel at two, and the Joker. Not little Joker, not baby Joker, but big Joker at number one. Yeah, we definitely finna be debating. Um, <laughs> um, so for number five, I got I got Bam. Um, and honestly, I kind of just changed it, so I'll be honest about it. Um, and the reason so is because I actually just looked up some numbers. A player that I consider Bam to be would be Amari Stoudemire. And y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. That's outside of dunking on you, Bam's gonna put the ball in the hole, so the numbers are there regardless. But Amari Stoudemire has averaged 20 points a game seven times his career. Bam is yet to do so. So what I'm saying is, I, you say he wasn't there. Y'all saying the numbers drop when really Bam averaged his career highs in points and rebounds last year. Well, I said he, he so, had like 19 points a game, I think, for the for the season. Huh? I said that's what I said. He averaged 19 points a game was a career yeah, high. That was, that's but, career but it high. still felt like he didn't like he wasn't still he could yeah. be more aggressive, like better, right? Four, yeah. And, that's what I want. If Bam could be more aggressive, cool. If we can be top four, top whatever, you know what I'm saying. But right now, just top five. We I would love to see a more aggressive Bam because he he can do a lot more. He's six eight six nine. He can do a lot more, and he can be you know playmaking. He can do just a lot more. That's what I'm what I'm trying to say, which would make the Heat a much better team. Um, so number four, I would have Christian Wood. Uh, Christian Wood. I'm a huge fan of Christian Wood. Uh, been one since day one, essentially. Um, average was his 18 points a game last year, uh, 10 rebounds and a block a game, 39% from three, which probably will go higher playing with Luka Doncic. But my thing is with Christian Wood, the offensive game is it, it, it's getting there. And once it's shaped up, we could be looking at an all-star Christian Wood. That'll make him, you know, you want to talk about American centers, that'll make him the best American center in the NBA to me. Like he, he's that guy to me, you know what I'm saying? His attitude is better. We hear none about him last season. Like you playing with Luka Doncic. What you, what, what you got to get mad about now? Just go ahead and ball the hell out. Go ahead and average 24, 25 a game playing with Luka. Make sure you still keep your rebounds up. Get that block a game. You're going to be straight. I mean, like I said, and the world should be out watching, watching for Christian Wood for sure. Uh, number three, ironically, is the best shooting man from three, Cat. Um, I was somebody who did say that he was going to win the three-point contest because I know that he's going to shoot the hell out of the ball. That is why the, the, the trade for Rudy Gobert made so much sense to me because he's going to be outside the paint. Let him do what he does. But, 
you know, before this podcast, I also had him as the number one option on this team, which is yet to be true. But with us saying, you know, that, you know, that Ant-Man may be taking a bigger step forward, which I hope will happen, that'll only help Cat in his game as well. So we can be talking about how Cat could be, like y'all said, number two, number one by season end. But right now, he's number three. Um, so I'm going to just rip the Band-Aid off like I normally do. Of course, I'm always the, the, the other side person. But y'all, you can ignore everything you just said about MB Sheedy. You can put up all the numbers. The first big man to do this, to do that. I mean, MB only played, I mean, played less, what, five, six games less than Joker. And I get how much the Joker means to his offense. I get it. But you also talking to me, if I'm going to be consistent in this podcast, I do not have the Nuggets in the playoffs. I don't. With that being said, Joker, the Sixers are going to have a higher seat. I'm going to be consistent in what I do. That's always going to be me. You can have the palm on your head all you want, and it's crazy. I know what the Joker means to his team. Joker is that guy. But defensively, Embiid is better. Embiid is still averaging 30 points a game. If he could be healthier, like, come on, he just got his scoring title. He just got a scoring title as a big man. Like, that hadn't been done in a very long time. That is what I want from a oh, center. I'm sorry. Just, I, just, just real quick. Can you just? We're gonna rewind just a little bit. You said he was that that Joel and Beav is better defensively, right? Yeah, I agree. Okay, keep continue. Yeah. yeah, he's better defensively. And like I said at the beginning of my whole top ten defense matter. That is what I want from a center. You give me a center that can do what I want from you inside the paint, defending, and you give me thirty points a game inside and out. What? Everybody want from a, a big now? Come on, dog. <laughs> Come on, dog. The only thing that's stopping Embiid from winning MVP is his health. Correct me if I'm wrong. If they I, play, I, I'll, correct I'll correct you. I'll correct you. They play the same amount. Of, let's say. Let me ask you this, Sheedy, because I see my. I got you on the fence. <laughs> if they played the same amount of games, who would be your MVP? The word is valuable, and it's still a joker. Yes, but you got no. He's got to finish his list. Got to finish his list. No, 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 no. no. He said, "He said, correct me if I'm wrong. The 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 thing holding up MB is his coach. That's that's the that's the real answer. (laughs) That's that's the real answer. MB, if if you give MB somebody else, Becky Hammond, come on down. (laughs) But but Glenn Rivers, no, for real. Yeah. No, <laughs> Rivers. Well, the reason nah. I'm like this is like, I mean, I, I guess I stand kind of corrected, semi corrected. <laughs> like, you, you right on doc. Y'all, y'all put me on doc a while ago. I'm not going to get it. You are 100%. Right. But still, Embiid is still able to do what he does with doc. Still. I mean, it kind of makes my point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's fair. That, that's, that's absolutely fair, too. I'll give you that. That's so, fair. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I agree. Like, and I, I'm not taking away nothing from Joker. Two time MVP earned. But my, that's my thing. Is like, okay, Embiid can't stay healthy, sure. But the talent is inevitably... I actually think Embiid has been relatively healthy compared to early in his career. I'm fine with his health, honestly. Like he He's played in the playoffs. He hasn't missed too many playoff games from what I can remember. I'm, I'm fine with his health, honestly. Low management, 6-5 games, that's cool with me. Cool. Yeah, he plays more... He plays even, like, hurt in the playoffs as well, too. Like, you're not going to sit him down. That man wants to play basketball. I'm... I don't think that's a disagreement there, but I'll, I'll let Tuke finish and I, I know we got Q&A and debates. Uh, that's go. it, that's it. So, uh, I can just finish it off. Like I said, uh, number five was Bam, number four, Christian Wood, number three, Cat, number two, uh, Joker, Lil Joker, Baby Joker, 
and number one MVP. I can't in good faith put Joel Embiid over. I mean, it's kind of like y'all having Giannis and me having KD. I'm I'm glad you brought that up, right? Because you (laughs) said that Joel Embiid plays defense, right? Oh, Lord. (laughs) And that's why, and still was giving you about 30 points, right? Is that not Giannis? Is Giannis not defensive (laughs) player of the year? Is Giannis not a player that's giving you about 30 at night? It's Giannis, but like I said on the last podcast, Giannis is still learning basketball. Is what they if y'all don't understand me perfectly, go watch how Gilbert Arenas assesses Giannis. He's still learning. He's oh, still getting <sighs> Meanwhile, Kevin Durant mastered the game of basketball in my eyes. Nikola Jokic has mastered the game of basketball too. And so has Embiid. More so than, than Jokic, though. Hey, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. In my theory of the Nuggets not making the playoffs coming, we're going to be looking back a year from now like, damn. Man. But I could be 100% wrong. You know what I'm saying? That's Man. what makes But, like, come on. It is – you. It, my The traditional center for me, plus you – Shaq numbers. The numbers are if Shaq could shoot a little bit. That's what the numbers are saying, fam. And that's what people okay. that want to do, analysts, whatever. That's what the numbers are saying. And I can't deny that. Being number one, like I know what you're saying, the assist, whatever, Jokic being a playmaker. That's they, they the Nuggets have done a great time, a great, uh, a great job of getting that European ball style to Jokic, which benefits him. It's been awesome, but traditionally, still, I'm rolling with with, with Joel. You asked me to create a 2K player, I'm making Joel and B instead of Joker. Joker, I'm expecting. I'm- Go ahead, Savage. Before I, I uh, say not, my, not, not, go ahead. Go ahead. Do it, Chief. No, because I'm my. I'm not. I'm not debating this. <coughs> this whoever is the gotcha. bigger J here. Yeah, I'm not debating <laughs> the bigger J. So my question to you. Well, I guess I want to confirm. You're basically putting Joker below and B because you think that the Nuggets won't make the playoffs. That and I think just all down and what I considered, like I told you, the traditional center for me holding the paint down and doing 30 points a game, that's number one for me. And the fact that they're not going to make the playoffs. So I, I guess my, my, I'm trying to make sense of it. <laughs> I understand, I understand. <laughs> so they won 48 games last year without their two other best players. We saw, um, what's the guy's name? Bones Highland play, improve as a yes. player. You're getting Jamal Murray back. You're getting Michael Porter Jr. back. Uh, you got KCP now. And I was just like, the, I, I can't see how they the, the Nuggets got better and they not making the playoffs. Uh, I am they, got fla- better, but they got better, but we we all know that Tom is kind of there as well. It's going to take time for the Nuggets to get, which is my thing. To okay. It's going to take I, I, time I'll for buy the some of that. But <clears throat> the Clippers are coming. Teams that ain't the, the the Pelicans are coming. You got teams that ain't been in the playoffs last year. Pelicans miss out of here. Pelicans, I, I, stop the it! They took the sun. They gave the Suns that work. You know what I'm saying? Like I had, to, I literally had to do a deep dive to why I had to make sure y'all go check out that podcast episode of why I don't have the Nuggets making the pot. Like it's literally dead. Nuggets, I man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the first 10, 15 games may hurt the Nuggets long, long, long term. You know All what I'm right. saying? I, I get so, you. I just I no 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 no. See I'm now he got an open. Go go ahead. Go ahead. Make, I'm about to make it hurt more. Go ahead. See. So you're telling me that, um, Tevin, 
that <laughs> the Nuggets, who have played together already, right? Besides KCP. Have they in um, the last two years? Well, well, hold, hold on, hold on. You're telling me, besides the addition of KCP, who's a bum? He's a trade piece, okay? He's a bum. Okay. They, they, they need time to gel together, right? I think KCP helped the team, but we're taking him away, so okay. No, I'm just saying he's the only person that's really being added. Added to the team, okay, okay, okay. Right, okay. so they need to gel. What's up, fat fella? The fro? Hold on, let, look at little Jared Allen. <laughs> Special guest. Hey, little Jared what up, Allen. <laughs> All right, go back upstairs. Um, and they'll need time, but then, so you're saying then the Trailblazers don't need time? And that they're going to make the playoffs? Because you have them in the playoffs over the Nuggets. And they're acquiring someone who I believe is much better, much better than KCP. But they'll need time as well, or they're just going to figure it out uh, on the floor? I think once it boils down to it, I think that the Blazers will be a better team than the Nuggets when it's time to show it. And that'll be down the line. That's why I had the Blazers in the playoffs. You call me crazy, but Dame... Yeah, it we, look we, crazy. We forgot about Dame. We don't forgot about Dame. Yeah. You know, and I think like the Blazers do got a team weight. They they do. Definitely agree with what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? But is Junior gonna be around in the playoffs? Is Junior is how healthy is Jamal? They got a lot of ifs. They got a lot of ifs. They also and got a big joker. I don't like, I don't like seasons of season of ifs. <laughs> you said they, they got a big joker too. All right. <laughs> I'm just, oh, man. Uh, I can't wait for the season to start. I can't wait for the season to start. Big joke only gets playing. You got to have some most phase in your hand. You can't have no possibles. And this time, and this next year, you can't have no possibles. Now, the following year, I'm not talking, oh, Nuggets in the playoffs for sure. But mm -hmm. just next season. I, this is okay. not me expecting the Nuggets going forward. This is just next season. Going forward, of course, unless they mass moves. But just next season. I'll tell you what, I'm going to pay a close attention. I know they only play twice a year, but Nuggets and Sixers, that's on my radar. I need to see. <laughs> I need to see. I need to see some deep. <laughs> I need to see Blazers and Nuggets. The, the one thing that I will say, as far as, like, the, the Joker defensively, is I did see Anthony Davis give him that work in the bubble. Like, it was, ugh. It was, it was ugh, a problem. But I I, I want to see Embiid and Joker, man. I, I got to see it, because I, I think it's easy for them to make the playoffs, but for them to not make it, so 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 by not make it, do you also, mean they also, they losing also, twice also, in the play also, in? Also, real quick, real quick, because we we they'll bring it back. Consistency and chemistry is another thing. The reason Tyus Jones is what's needed for the Grizzlies. They lost their Tyus Jones. They lost Will Barton, who was chemistry that 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 matters. They don't have. They got a backup point guard, but they, is he gonna do the, a good job like Monte Morris has been doing for the last few years? Because we still got a big-ass question mark by Jamal Murray. Man, I'm like, look, they got Joker, dog. They got two-time MVP. I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't worried about player 12 and 13. I got – my top dog is there. He He's there. He 27 – what, 27, 14, and 8? I'm good. <laughs> I'm not worried about role player. LeBron ain't worried about freaking Austin Reeves. I got AD and – well, Russell Westbrook don't really matter. But I got, I got AD and, and, and LeBron. I don't – Austin – <laughs> Pat Beverly, look, I ain't worried about number 15 on down in the rock. No, hit the Joker. But yeah, should you have something else? I think you had something in the midst of our uh, top two debate. Um, It wasn't, let me think. 
I don't want to say it was in the midst of the top two debate. I, I actually was going to talk about a player that I didn't mention. Um, and I want to give my why behind that. Both of you mentioned that it's in your top 10, uh, respectfully. And that's DeAndre Ayton. Um, I didn't name him as one of my top 10 players at center. Um, the reason for that is because I believe that he has made whatever ascension he's made due to a ball handler there by the name of Christopher Paul. And if we watch all the production of players after Chris Paul leaves, you see their true value. DeAndre Jordan was an all-star, respectfully a lob city. And once Chris Paul left. Hey, Griffin. <laughs> he, Blake he Griffin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see what I mean? Like, he, he makes post players better than what they truly are. And DeAndre Ayton, don't, don't scare me. There was a reason why the Suns didn't want to sign him. And there's a reason why the Suns had to, to uh, essentially max, the, I mean, max, well, max him out, but give him the same contract that the Pacers were going, willing to give him to go there. And so to me, I just don't believe Aiden is better than the players I've listed. Um, I don't believe he's ready to be there yet. Um, does he have the talent potentially? He's 7 1. Um, he has a softer touch, but how often does that touch really go in the bank? um as well and savage you alluded to the game seven you're at home and playing what 17 minutes 17 minutes. Even five, five points five points four rebounds um and so if you're if you're not showing up in those big moments i don't need you to show up at any moments to be honest so that's why i did not put aiden on my list of top 10 centers nor was he an honorable mention yeah, Aiden had, like I said, 0 0.7 blocks per game, bro. Like, you a center. Like, no. I need at least one per game. I go back. What did, what did Miles Turner have? Miles Turner is like 6'10". They giving him 6'11", 7'1". Miles Turner, he averaged the past four years. This is this is in succession. So, 2.8 blocks, 3.4 blocks, 2.1 blocks, 2.7 blocks. And still giving me 33% from three. Like, you can't give me one block? One? No. Can't do it. No. We need to be on a, a free Miles Turner campaign. For real. <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't the name I actually thought of, but y'all are absolutely right about him. Yeah. He, he could be in the top 10 if he was to go to another team, I think. But. Yeah. Miles Turner doesn't score as much. I think it's just based on the offense that Rick Carlisle plays. But like if you put him in the in the right like system, he can he can get you 15, 17 points a game. And he's not gonna rebound, but he's gonna score and block shots. Like I'll take a search of Baca all day long, ladies and gentlemen. I'll take it all day long. <clears throat> but uh, in, the, in the comments, oh, too, you did have Christian Wood at four. I'm not mad at it. Because I, I literally, in my notes, it says, uh, take a drop and rebound it, but probably will make the all-star team. Literally, that's in my notes. Because Luke is going to make the all-star team for sure. And the Mavericks are going to be a scary good team. And Christian Wood is going to be there residually to make an all-star game, I feel like. Because he's scoring, he's he been scoring everywhere. Detroit, Washington, New York. And now, now in Dallas, you know what I'm saying? All right. Uh, any other comments, gentlemen, about anything? We good? All right. Sorry for being an eyeball. No, nah, don't. No, 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 no. You've been different forever. <laughs> so continue. Yeah. Remember, remember who chose Kawhi over LeBron? Come on. <laughs> Wait, I want the only one. Oh, the U was that one. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> so, uh, this is our top 10 list. Uh, I feel like it's been a good uh, a good series for us, getting some good conversation going, leading into the NBA season. 
again, we're about five weeks away from the start of the season. Uh, next episode, though, we are actually going to do a fantasy draft for young NBA players. We'll leave the details out for the next episode, uh, but we're going we're gonna to focus on the young players who are on the rise uh, for this upcoming season and to the future. So uh, if you haven't locked in yet, please subscribe to our channel on YouTube at 3 The Hardaway. Uh, click on the notifications. If you're on a podcast platform, uh, leave a five-star review. Uh, also notifications as well too because Spotify does it, Apple Podcasts does it, and if you are on Twitter, we're at three the Hardaway Pod. We're also at uh, TikTok a little bit because I do a little TikTok uh, at the same uh, <laughs> the same handle at three the Hardaway Pod. So stay safe, be blessed, peace. <laughs>